0: To recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw a paycheck so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith You think welcome to the I work for Him zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, every day on I work for Him, especially together on Tuesdays, we kind of take a different approach to looking at our relationships and our workplace. And today is no different. And we got a verse from Psalms put out for us. The unfolding of your words and in parentheses, O Lord gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. I think uh, the uh, Psalm writer was talking to men.
1: Yeah, I this think this is a great verse for what we're actually it talking is. about it, it is. And I think It's quite humorous. I think we'll have to read it again later in the show. That's a good idea. <laughs> you know,
0: Maribel picked that one out for us, and I think that's just awesome. But we're talking today about waffles and spaghetti. No, we haven't turned this into a food show. We're talking about the minds of a man versus the mind of a woman. But before we get to that conversation, men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti, which is the title of a book written by Bill and Pam Farrell quite a few years ago and it's really just inspired this conversation because we need to understand each other whether it's at home with husband and wives or wives and husbands or uh, fathers and daughters and and, and uh, moms and sons or in the workplace because there's men and women everywhere.
1: Yes, there are and we need to understand or at least seek to understand. That's right. We got
0: that's really your choices, man and woman. So you got those choices and we need to figure out how they're do it, how they're thinking. But Martha Let's just start off the conversation with something that we're not going to have enough time to finish the conversation on. But, you know, we've been doing devotions together now every day. Almost five months. Mm -hmm. And that was inspired by our new business partners. They've been doing devotions together, and we were out on on a trip with them before we did the uh, merger deal with Trust Services. You can find out more about us online at servicesbytrust.com. But we're inspired. Hey, we always have done devotions side by side, read our Bible side by side. Why don't we do devotions together, just a couple's devotional? And what do you think the impact's been on our marriage?
1: Um. Well, I think several things that have been good for me, and one, it's kind of funny because we go back and forth. Most of the time you read, but every once in a while you're like, I want you to read. That's well, because I can't. It's you're a, sometimes tired. The, the way it's,
0: my <laughs> reading, tongue gets tied at at night. Reading out
1: loud is definitely an art. That's for sure. But I can talk just fine with a microphone. You can, and no problem at all. But you are not having to construct those sentences ahead of time and read them. But anyway, um, I think one of the things, it's kind of a funny side, I was thinking about this, is the fact that we are much more deliberate at the end of our day because of it. So we are, um, you know, not waiting until the 11th hour to take a, you know, to start doing devotions and to pray because... We would get tired and cranky. Well, you would get cranky. I would just get that's tired. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. That's, what that's it was. the way it really works at the Brangenbergs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Truth be told, it would be me.
0: I get just cranky and tired. I mean, sometime between nine and ten, I just go. Boo! My power plant shuts down and I'm ready to go.
1: But we've been starting that earlier. So and we're I doing think about nine o'clock
0: and then we do our wind down, and we start reading our Bibles or a book or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. yeah, pretty cool. Right here, as you're listening in Tampa Bay, maybe you're in your car, maybe you're listening on iHeartRadio, maybe you're listening on Let's Talk or you know, perhaps you've listened you're listening on the new uh the new app, the new phone app. That's right. You downloaded the new phone app. I did. And then you had to call and get instructions. <laughs> so just tell everybody <laughs> well, now how, to, how I, I work don't, around
1: it. I don't know. I didn't go back and figure right, it when out. When you bring it busy. up,
0: it'll, bring, it'll automatically start playing something, but you'll see the little play button in the bottom right-hand corner, kind of the middle, the bottom right middle of the screen, bottom right middle. Really about clear. the middle on the right-hand there side of the screen? And you just click play, and then you can listen to me live right there on that app. So you make sure you do that. Hey, so let's, we were talking about doing devotions, and, and you wanted to bring up a point.
1: Um, yeah, well, I was just thinking, you know, if there are people that have a devotion that they really like, or that they've experienced this, they've done devotions together as a couple, um, please share that with us because we feel like there is a lot of, um, need for different options for different couples. It's hard. We started reading one and it was really great. But as most of you know, that listen on a regular basis, we are newly empty nested. And so to have a book... It is now. Empty nested? I am Martha Bringenberg, and I have my own dictionary. You know that. So... <laughs> we're, so, we're in the process of
0: empty nesting. So,
1: so, anyway, this one, it was a great little devotional, but it was really for having young kids. For having any
0: kids at and home. And so, it, we off ended up
1: giving it to some friends of ours that have several young kids. children at home.
0: Pitter pattering around their yes. feet. Yes.
1: So, you know, different stages of life will have different needs, and different devotionals would apply there. So, if you have any that you want to share, do that on Facebook with us. That'd be great. Yeah, just
0: search for I Work for
1: Him. What a great idea.
0: It is a good idea. All right. All right. So, so we talked about doing devotions together and we're still figuring that whole thing out. The good news about most of the couples devotionals is at the end of read, there's always a scripture there's always a couple of paragraphs of somebody's thoughts on a certain subject. And then there's always a question to ask each other. What's been the toughest question you've, been, you've had so far?
1: Hmm. Wow. I don't know about the toughest question, I didn't for this. but the book that we're going through right now, it has kind of like a theme that goes alphabetically. There's like a word theme. And and we so started in October. We've been doing like things like rebuke and respect. respect and now it's security. And I really like that. And so having a little bit of a theme, I mean, how many people do a little divisional and can remember, you know, what the, what they've been talking about, but this so really is S's. security.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that's what sec. I yeah. So what could be next? All right, so dead been... air time. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> All right, so so we've been praying together now for thirty three years since so we started dating way back when, before time and uh, before cell phones and before you know I, you know whatever, a long time. Yes. All right, it, actually before they had, anything... but not
1: before prayer. Prayer's been no, around, prayer around a long, around a long time. time.
0: About a year ago, almost a year and a half ago, you said, Jim, I think we should pray in the morning too before we leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think's been the biggest impact on our lives, as you said, hey, let's let's pray at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. what What do you think How do you think it's been impacted?
1: Oh, I think that be, starting the day being on the same page and getting our focus in the right place, um not every day has that necessarily been um, the successful outcome, but I know that it's been our heart's desire to take that moment, take a deep breath. Sit down and pray and just commit the day together that we get out of the way. We let God take control because as humans, every day we need to, every hour, every, every minute, 30
0: seconds, we need
1: to be reminded that um, it's not all about us and we're not the ones in charge. Uh, God needs to be. And I think that's probably been the biggest thing because we just go about. Um, starting that way rather than at the end of the day going, okay, Lord, now I hope you bless everything I did today. Not that that's what we were saying, but in a sense that's kind of how the approach was. And so now just being a little bit more committed to that.
0: Well, okay, and I want to talk about my perspective.
1: Yeah, please, Jim. How has it impacted our marriage? Oh, good for question,
0: you? honey. Good question. I like that. Thanks. All right, so uh, you know, here's how it's impacted me. First of all, I love the fact that we, we we talk to a lot of couples about, hey, they need to pray together every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely non-negotiable. If you're out there listening and you're a Christ follower and you're married, if you didn't pray with your spouse today. Make sure you don't end the day before you do. It is the number one key component to making a strong marriage.
1: And you know what? This might be the day to knock the socks off of your spouse and just say, hey, I really want to lead us in prayer. Is get, Let's do that today.
0: Yeah, let's 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 do that today. That's a good idea. Hey, I was just wondering. Hey, Jose, do you do you pray with your wife on a oh, Jose wasn't ready for this question. He was kind of open. I wasn't going to bring him into the conversation today. <laughs> so, Jose, do you get to pray with your wife on a daily basis?
1: Definitely, and
0: yeah. the kids. Oh, good answer. Not together or separately. Do you get to pray one on one with your wife? We do every now and then. Yeah. Oh, so that was, that was not the answer I was looking for. Yeah, so, but,
1: but, but it's good. Did I fail? Praying as no, a you didn't fail. Family. You're praying as a family. That's, That's super great. wonderful. But, and praying as a
0: family, you could sometimes pray about, you know, family kind of stuff. But when you're praying with your wife, you could pray about more intense,
1: You can pray about the kids kind of, that you prayed you could, with earlier. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so the challenge is, it's great to pray as a family, but I would challenge you, husbands and wives pray together. Yeah. So there, there you go. There's the challenge up for you, Jose, for this next week. See if you guys can accomplish that. Okay. All right. <laughs> and next Tuesday, we'll ask you that question again. And, and it's and here's the deal. Some people look at it like, just like Jose just said, okay. Or I can yeah. do the ER. Oh, bother. But here's the deal. It's transformational because mm-hmm. prayer changes things. And mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I thought this conversation was about waffles and spaghetti today. We're getting there. Well, but here's the deal. You're hearing waffles and spaghetti demonstrated right live on the air because we look at stuff differently.
1: Yes, we do.
0: But I never answered your question. Here's what I think. It's made a huge difference. I love the fact that you, if I haven't said, hey, let's pray before we go, you sit down and you just wait. (laughs) Yes. So you're ready.
1: Yes. And
0: I might still be running around throwing things on and organizing and and you're um, making your waffles. Actually today, she did make me waffles. Yeah. Lego my ego. There's yeah, that wasn't
1: really what you call making waffles. That was retoasting already made. Or like waffles. Donkey
0: on Shrek. I'm making waffles. That's yeah. right. Okay. So but I really I love it because it took our prayer relationship to it to prayer relationship to another. I did have a mountain dew today. I apologize. I just my lips want to move really, really fast and my brain is slower to respond. I just I think it's taken our relationship to a whole other level and now that we're working together every day at Trust Services and you can find us online at servicesbytrust.com hey it's our show we can advertise ourselves anytime uh, that I really love the fact that we're we're going to pray during the day sometimes when we uh, encounter some challenges
1: yes and that you know that is a real blessing of working together is the fact that um we do get to do that sometimes we'll end up not communicating as smoothly as we'd like to and or something's frustrating us, or we just had a hard conversation with somebody else and we have the the ability to just say, hey, can we pray right now? I just need to, you know, hit the restart and give it back to God. And that's been wonderful. We
0: probably need to do it more, but it's good. It's good.
1: But you know what? I love where this is going. No, where is it going? As we talk more about waffles and spaghetti, this is such a great example because you're just like always... In the box of prayer, which is a great box to be in. But one of the things as we talk about this is like the little squares in the waffle are all different ideas or concepts. And, you know, I think that's why I often am having to get you off of your soapbox, because you get in a box and it's like that. Well, one it's a deep idea. box and I can't climb out because it's got slippery sides. <laughs> but that one idea, like you're so passionate about it that you just stick with that one idea and you keep talking about it. It just makes so much sense to me. See, it's really cool how we get to even learn about each other on the air.
0: (laughs) And we're not really talking about waffles and spaghetti. We're talking about this book written by Bill and Pam Farrell years ago called Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. You can find all kinds of articles about people who have read the book on the Internet. And, of course, you can still buy the book at your local Christian retailer or online at some other retailer. Uh, But, you know, we're talking about today. So, Martha, you know, when you first met me, did you know that I thought differently? You had a brother. You grew up with a brother. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you thought completely differently when you came to a conclusion than your brother?
1: Um, No, I don't think so. I think that I knew that boys were different, that they, you know, had, there were stages in my life where I just thought boys were weird. But no, I never thought about them thinking and processing things differently than me.
0: Well, I think that that's a concept often missed at church, is that a lot of people don't—I mean, pastors, it talks about, you know, God created Adam, and then it wasn't—it was found that there was no suitable helper for Adam. And so then they uh, said, okay, well, they put Adam to sleep, and they formed Eve out of a part of Adam, and they said—and they created a male and female, two different names—in their image, in their image, they created them. Male and female. So, <clears throat> what's really important to recognize is the fact that God created us differently on purpose. Were you looking at a scripture or something? Well,
1: I was looking at that from the little excerpt in the book, and it talks about that unfortunately, what was started out to be an advantage where we complemented each other but were different has turned into a universal source of frustration because we experientially are familiar with the turmoil of relationship. Uh, we can easily laugh at stories. So it, it just was interesting because they're saying what God meant for good. We've kind of messed it up because we don't get it.
0: Well, we need to embrace the differences, but learn how to adopt uh, adapt to them, not only at a home, but in our workplaces, because face it, we're different, but God did that on purpose. Just grab the reins <laughs> and ride it. See? You're on your soapbox. So today, we're talking about waffles and spaghetti. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. A book that was written years ago by Bill and Pam Farrell. And as I was doing research on, hey, what what would be a great topic – On a Tuesday, I thought this would be a great one.
1: Yeah, it was kind of funny because you were like, I I know we've read this, but I can't find it in my library. And I was thinking about that. Just means I gave it away. Exactly. (laughs) Back back when we used to, instead of buying another one to give to somebody, you gave away your copy, I think. So somewhere somebody has it with probably lots of notes and stars and underlining and things like that in it. Um, But you know what? I I love this, Jim, because I... You want to go on? Okay. No, no.
0: no, I love it, but I want to make sure I thank our sponsors before we get oh, into the yes, great conversation. Of course. All right. So, and, and you wanted to bring up a, a YouTube video that you're going to post tonight on Facebook.
1: Yes. We have one of our favorite um, speakers also on the topic of marriage is Mark Gunger, and he is a pastor in Michigan. He's hilarious.
0: He's a cheesehead, actually.
1: Oh, okay. Well, he's up in the Emerson's Midwest. Emerson's
0: in Michigan. Emerson Average right. with Love and Respect okay. in Michigan. Mark okay, Gungor is in, in cheese
1: Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Cheesehead. So anyway, he has this talk that he does. He has a marriage retreats that he does, and he's very funny and very engaging. And he's awesome if you ever get a chance to really hear He really is. But one of, the, one of the little excerpts that he does that you can find on the internet, and I'll post it later today, is the tale of two brains. And I bet you anything he read this and then developed the material from that because he talks all about how women are all interconnected and... We should try to get him that? on an interview
0: for a Tuesday. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be a good But one.
1: anyway, it's, it's a great summary of everything we're going to talk about today, and he does it in a very entertaining way. <laughs>
0: all right, so thanks to our show sponsors today.
1: That's right. Um, you know, we have most insurance, man, they are so good at handling people's personal insurance and also business insurance. So we just really encourage people... Everybody should have some sort of insurance, whether you have a car or an apartment or a home. Make sure that it's well covered, and most insurance can help people do that at mostins.com.
0: All right. You also got Luke, Dave, and Randy at Bel Air Wealth Management. Find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. They bring an eternal perspective to your plan. And, of course, our business is the sponsor of the show, Trust Services. You can find us online at servicesbytrust.com. Let me just give you the short and simple. If you're a small business owner, there's a lot of things that cause you to have a plate that is way overfilled. We come out and we provide business mentoring services to small Christian, small businesses and small businesses. And we help you identify those pain points and bring in outsource vendors to take care of some of those things that maybe aren't your gifting so that you can accomplish what is your gifting and maximize your profitability. Mm -hmm. So look us up online at servicesbytrust.com and you know, when you talk with us, you're going to get an eternal perspective. All right, we're talking about Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. It was a book written many, 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 many moons ago. I don't know how many. It's probably 10 plus, though, by a couple named Bill and Pam Farrell. So, Martha, do you agree? Now, you've been married to me for almost 30 years. We're, we're like 29 and almost a half.
1: Yeah, I'm years. in denial. I can't believe that. in.
0: No, we live no. in Tampa.
1: Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, so
0: do you agree now that we what we're going to talk about today? Do you agree that men are different than women and that we think differently based on the conversations we've had since we were 16?
1: Yes. Unequivocally, yes. There's the
0: show. Thanks for tuning in today. <laughs> we've had a great
1: time. I mean, yep, we're different. That is my final answer. <laughs> is that your final answer? Do you want to think about that? Nope. You're okay. so lucky I don't have sound effects in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't what? Well, you know, Ace yesterday used a sound you. effect. Yeah, hey, I'm not going to do that to you.
0: <laughs> all right, so, all right, so we're the the whole point about this great book written by Bill and Pam. Men are like waffles. Will women are like spaghetti. Is that we are different? Let's so let's talk about men in this segment because it's a shorter segment. We'll do the next segment, which is way longer. We'll talk about women <laughs> How in that appropriate. segment. Appropriate. Well, or we yes, we yes. do that. Go for it. Uh, oh, What? No, you're supposed to tell me what men are like. All right. So men, the book says that men are compartmentalized. That's the waffles thing. We get, we take all the different sectors of our lives and we, we waffle them. We put them in those little buckets where when you're eating a real waffle, just picture it with me. Oh, just
1: take your ego waffle out of the box. Wait, let's step it up a notch. Jim, you make the best. Homemade Belgium waffles. Well, I got a Belgian so, waffle maker
0: like four years ago. I know that sucker's for wearing off. All right, you love so it. so after you make the waffle, so if I'm making Belgian waffles, you make the waffle and you take it off and it's hot and you and you smear butter all over it and then my preference, you lightly sprinkle. No, no, in my preference, you heavily sprinkle powdered sugar over the whole thing so it's almost like icing, and every little waffle piece has its own taste sensation <laughs> it's all filled with glorious wonderment
1: yeah you you pretty much feel like buttercream frosting it's not it's, it's not just like it all right
0: sure. so in the same way as guys we think in compartments you know we can actually it's a proven fact that we can be fighting in war and we can get hit by a bullet and not realize we've been hit by a bullet because we're so bitty, busy in battle fighting the battle and shooting or whatever we're doing. We, we can compartmentalize even our pain.
1: Yeah, you know, I love this is such a good eye opener for women to understand, too, because what it was saying in the book is that when you um, men live in one box at a time, one separate box at a time, and they inhabit it, they deal with it, they process it, they fix it more than likely, and then they get out of that box and they move into something else. And that is how they like to spend their time.
0: Right. We have things like work, marriage, children, dogs, not us, hobbies, we don't have those either. Sure. Well, we do have a hobby, we have a radio show, and we have a ministry and a marriage ministry and marriage ministry, those are hobbies for us. Uh, chores, because I've got the garbage uh, they take out the garbage, take out the the uh, recyclables. I do the vacuuming. I clean the bathrooms. You do the dusting. You do the sweeping. But we got it all compartmentalized. Um, I prepare the interviews for the show. You come and help do the interviews for the show. But it's all, it's all predictable. I have a certain route I take to get to the radio station. That's another route. Yeah, I compartmentalize stuff.
1: You do. And I think that that's – it just makes – it's so much easier when we understand that because you are going to live in that box often until a task is done, and I think that's pretty universal with um, men as well. That but you I like can
0: multitask. To,
1: you yes.
0: Remember, I used to have four or five computers going at on one time, doing this and that, and this and that, and I could do laundry too.
1: Yes, but you, I think part of that is fixing and accomplishing. And but you know what? That's one of the things that the book talks about. Is that's why maybe somebody is a man is struggling at work and they're very unhappy and they're not being. Um, complimented or they don't feel like they're being successful, they're going to go to a box where they're being successful. So if restoring a car in the garage is where he feels like he is accomplishing something and fixing something and doing it really well, then he's going to end up obsessing on that and staying in that box as much as possible because he feels good in that box. That box gives him value and it gives him feedback that says you do a good job. So give
0: an example of a box that I like to stay in a lot.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Where I feel successful. So I stay in that box.
1: Well, I think is that, that race
0: car driver is something I thought I would be really good at. Cause I've, I would really like to be a race car driver. I feel like, but it'd be more like obstacle course stuff. Cause that's what driving in Tampa is like.
1: Yeah, figure eights or something maybe. Um, Let's see. So, what's a box? Maybe the fact that we've done marriage mentoring all these years—that's been a box that you've often gone back to because you believe in it. You, you know, we can deal with a couple and we can focus on them and really pour into them. Um, You know, we don't have undivided attention because we still have work and things like that that have to be done. But um, maybe that would be an example of something. But I do Um, like—I do like to tinker. Well, yes. It used to be detailing cars. It, yeah, I was going to say, it used to be detailing cars. Absolutely. And we've kind of slacked on that lately. Yes, we
0: have. But we're going to do them this weekend. This, are we? this upcoming oh. weekend, we are going to detail cars. Okay. They desperately need to be Good done.
1: Good to know. I'll put that on my agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: They're going to be out of the beach sunbathing, I'm mm-hmm. sure. All right. But I think it's really important to understand that men have boxes. We, we we compartmentalize our emotions. We compartmentalize our actions. So, But we have sometimes we have boxes with no words. And then sometimes we have boxes with no with with boxes with images but no words. And sometimes we have boxes with with words and no images. And sometimes we have boxes that are just plain and simple. Empty.
1: Empty. Because, Which is very hard for a woman to understand.
0: Yes, because you can ask a man, hey, what are you thinking about? And he might say nothing. And you know what? It might be true. You might be thinking about nothing. But you're joining us on together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. And so my incredible life is right across the table from me. We're having a lot of fun talking about Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti, a book written just a little while ago by a couple named Bill and Pam Farrell. And we are so delighted to be able to talk about this concept because we've talked about it before, Martha, haven't we? As we've talked through Love and Respect, because Love and Respect talks about the major differences between men and women.
1: Yeah, it's it's foundational. It's real. It's the. It really. I mean, everybody varies a little bit. Some you're a little more of a multitasker than some men might be, and um, I might be a little more compartmentalized. I, not that I am. I don't think I am. I'm pretty intertwined in my thinking. But, um, it but she's is, got a lot
0: of. She has a bag fetish. In case nobody ever knew that on the air, Martha has a bag fetish.
1: Oh, you're just throwing me under the bus. That's
0: not a, under the bus. that's just a unique. You're cool right. You. I
1: like bags and she- I use them and I they have <laughs> different Reasons they for each grow and expand. Pocket.
0: You remember Trouble with Tribbles, the first <laughs> one of the first Star Trek episodes on the originals. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on YouTube. Trouble with Tribbles on Star Trek. You know what I'm talking about, right, Jose? You know what that episode? Yes. Yes. All right. And they're tra- these, these Tribbles just keep multiplying like rabbits, only at a much faster pace. And that's what the bags do at our house.
1: But here's the thing: and our daughter I, has the same issue. I was always that way, but then when you started getting reusable shopping bags and added them into the mix, you gave me a hard time. But we use a lot less plastic as a result. So anyway, so, but
0: then then they're not harvesting plastic trees as much as they should anymore. You're right. So there's. Okay, so I have a many. question Okay, here's a question. Go ahead. We got to finish up with men. Are like waffles? For you
1: is do you believe this is true that men feel best about themselves when they are solving problems? Um, let me think about that. Yes. That's called feeling good about himself.
0: That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing I like better than solving a problem. It drives me crazy when you say, listen, I've got something I want to share with you, but I don't want you to solve my problem.
1: And in your head, you're still solving it anyway. But I think, so it is an accurate statement that, I mean, and it makes sense. You're going to spend your time somewhere that is making you success, that you're successful and that you do something well.
0: you know why, though? Why? Because when you present a problem where we have a series of problems, if you solve one... What do you get to do? Check it off your to-do list. (laughs) Cross it off the list, baby. Cross it off. There's nothing I like better than a whole list of things on a piece of paper and going.
1: So you get to eat that square of the waffle and move on to the next square.
0: Yes. Here's one of the issues, though. I think I probably wouldn't be 225 if I would just eat one square of a waffle at a time.
1: Mm. That that might be... Part of it. Maybe I think should... it's the fact that you like to fill the squares with syrup sometimes. Syrup? I mean, well, that's
0: they... the Lego, uh, the Lego, the Lego made Eggo waffles. <laughs> Lego waffles are so hard to chew, but Eggo ones are pretty good. The Eggo waffles, that's regular, you know, Mrs. Butterworth's. Yes. But the homemade waffles, it's the fact that we're making buttercream frosting with them.
1: Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was the only so question? Yes, that was that... it? That's
0: the best you got? Um,
1: yeah. All right. That, so let's talk about women. At, it was That was your final box.
0: My final, I love to solve problems. And, I hey, know. If you're I'm out there, and when you're out there listening today, men, you're listening, raise your hand if you like to solve problems. That's right. They're all raising their hand. We all like to solve problems. That's I just think, the way God I think created sometimes us. sometimes
1: that's why men maybe say, hey, honey, how was your day? Yeah, because we want to know if it <laughs> was bad. We want to solve the problem. there's something that needs to be fixed. Or we want to find out if you
0: had a good day or a bad day so we can know whether we are should be going out for dinner or maybe we should go on a date or whether it's going to be just a great night at home with a nice homemade meal or you know we don't know we need not know what to expect okay
1: i'll give you that
0: did i cover myself pretty well on that sure, one
1: sure sure but i still think you're looking always is there a problem in there i can fix
0: i don't look for <laughs> problems Okay. That's not true. When I, speaking of I which, there's there's a couple of chairs at the pool I need to get fixed.
1: I know the straps broke on them. That's
0: right. All right, mm-hmm. so we got to do that another
1: but, weekend project for another, you well, after we, can, we wash the car next weekend. Yeah, that's
0: right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. About women. Now remember, it says women are like spaghetti. And you know what spaghetti? Is, and we're not talking about. We're talking about angel hair spaghetti. We're not talking about bow tie. We're not talking about seashell spaghetti. We're not talking about. Regatoni, elbow. We're not talking about those little, what are those ones that are just circles? What are those called? Hmm. Or what about the balls? Those are called something. We're not talking about that. We're talking about angel hair spaghetti. Where It's really hard to even identify where one piece stops and another piece starts. Yes. That's kind of spaghetti. We're talking about. about women, the book says, and we're talking about this book. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti by Bill and Pam Farrell. And I keep saying that because I want you to make sure you think we didn't come up with this idea. We're just sharing it on the air today because it really has touched our hearts and we need to understand in the workplace, if we could just grasp the concept that we think differently, then it will understand some of the confusion you get in the workplace because we think differently about women. The book says women, on the other hand, are very different. (laughs) We process everything by it touching everything else. It's much more of a process. Everything is connected. While at work, we can think of home or shopping. We're more relational. That's not nice. We're more relational. We can tend to be much better at multitasking as a result of our ability to process this way. Don't you get exhausted, honey, with all that going on in your head?
1: No, because it's normal. That's just the way it is.
0: So what you're saying is it would be hard for you just to compartmentalize. That's why it's so hard for you to sit shoulder to shoulder with me because you have a hard time compartmentalizing. It
1: might be because while I maybe am watching you fix something under the hood of the car, I'm thinking about that thing over there on the shelf. And, oh, that means we have to do recycling. And, oh, that's I don't know. Yes, it's um, it's a very different approach. I know that women um, think about a lot of things, but that's the role that we've been given. and, And we're able to do that. And this
0: is really the fallacy. Of the women's liberalization movement, the equal opportunity, Mm. because women are never going to be like men and men are never going to be like women. They tried to accomplish something that was impossible to accomplish. It just isn't going to happen. We're different, and it's just—it's not that women and men shouldn't be treated equally because the scripture is very clear about the that after Christ came. I mean, really, that there's a level playing field. We're brothers and sisters in Christ, but we're different. All right, so can you give me an example, Martha, that we're well, an event that we both shared and how you felt about it versus how I felt about it oh
1: my goodness okay
0: let's let's just let me just got just one came to my mind how about okay. last year's 2015 cruise to a better marriage retreat sponsored by i work for him which by the way we have another one of those coming up in february and we've got a few spots left And i know you're tired of hearing about it listeners but you just need to call and sign up and then we won't talk about it
1: anymore <laughs> there you need go. to fill the
0: last few spots just go out to iworkforhim.com and click on the cruise tab
1: that's right a great christmas present wow, you, for each other that's something right. like that
0: oh the weather outside is frightful. oh yeah we live in florida it's never fright, cool. No, what was that song that that they we had the Christmas song that talked about being on the beach and all.
1: Oh yeah, jingle we'll f- in the sand. Yeah, or we'll have to find we'll that. Have one. To find that. We'll
0: have to find that. Okay, so the cruise. Mm-hmm. I go on the cruise, and of course, because we're leading it, I'm I am thinking about all the different things we got to accomplish, and then we get to sleep, which is nice. Anytime we want to sleep, we just sleep because it's.
1: When we're not supposed to be teaching, to be teaching. <laughs> or meeting with somebody. But I, walk, or... I,
0: I walked away from it. You know, when we started last year, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this is exhausting. I can't believe we spent so much time doing this. This is it, it's just so much work. And we walk off the cruise. I'm thinking that is the greatest experience ever. I love feeding in all those couples. That is so rewarding. We've got to do this again.
1: hmm.
0: hmm. You're supposed to share how you feel differently. I
1: don't remember what I what you're what you're going to relate to. I, I, what, how I, I just was...
0: was thinking about, you know, how do you look at it differently? that event.
1: Oh, well, I, you know, because I do so much of the creative side of it, you get your the teaching put together. And then I try to make it all pretty and inner interactive. And I make sure that the name tags match the door tags match the notebook that everybody knows each other that they spend time with different people. Um, so it's it, it down to the relating part of it. I I'm, I'm interweaving all of it um together and then thinking about how is that impacting what friendships are made how are they going to carry those on off of the boat and things like that
0: if that's not a perfect example of how men and women think differently but she's got it all tied together and i'm thinking well, i'm just glad we got that session accomplished and we didn't have any technical difficulties <laughs> now we get to go eat then we got another session then we get to go eat Then we have another session we get to eat then we're going to dance then we get to go eat
1: Sounds good. So there's a lot of going back eating? into the box of eating. So Jim, this is an interesting thing too. When it ta- this made so much sense to me, when a woman is multitasking and trying to make everything connect together, it can be very exhausting for a man because he's jumping out of one box and into a next box and into the next box. And because well, that's for a guy not... who
0: doesn't exercise, it's exhausting.
1: <laughs> that that would be on top of that. But the fact that there are things that um, you're not in theory here used to jumping from one box to the next to the next you're used to staying in that box dealing with it and then moving on so but i don't
0: always get that so luxury do anymore
1: the, are those conversations with me exhausting
0: that's when you're supposed to have music for me. jose, jose <laughs> no i just jumped into that one no honey you're laughing i'm just okay. laughing no they're not exhausting honey they're they're thrilling to me they're absolutely they they fill my spirit
1: Oh, that was a nice answer.
0: <laughs> there are days they exhaust me where I just want you to get to the point. Be you, like, you, you just like, hey, honey, what, I don't know how, I just ask you a simple question and it's like a 30-minute answer. I'm like, oh, my word. You remember we had friends growing up in high school. And, and I when did this, have friends in high school. We, did, we had mutual that. friends okay. in high school. <laughs> and, you know, my, one of the, the guy friend that was my guy friend and he was dating another girl from the youth group and we'd ask the guy to tell a story and it will be like 30 seconds long. And, <laughs> And a certain woman, her first name was, well, her name was Holly. We're just going to say it, okay? Her first name Our was Holly. Our dear
1: friend Holly. That's right.
0: And and when she tells a story, you'd like be 45 minutes later, she'd still be talking. And that's, sometimes I just, I'm like, would you just please, just, just what's the point?
1: You're just like Joe Friday. Okay, just get to the facts, ma'am. Yes, just, just the, the facts, facts ma'am. The Nothing facts, but ma'am. Facts. the facts. That's
0: right. And see, that's a great example. Dragnet, great example of. How men deal—just facts, man. Just facts. Hey, Martha, we're running out of time, but I think it's really important to recognize that in our workplaces, this really applies.
1: Yes, it can be the difference between a very long meeting and a short meeting, depending on who's leading it and what they have to share.
0: Right, and I think that, that's a great—that's <laughs> a great point. So, if you—if you got a guy leading a meeting and he's surrounded a room by women, and he asks them for short explanations, here's the bottom line.
1: There is they no, bottom can't, line.
0: <laughs> they, there's no bottom line and they can't give short explanations because it's all connected. And we need to learn to love that about our female co-workers and stop demanding they act like men.
1: Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I as a woman took away from this is the, um, the part of the book where it says stay in the box. If you need to stay in a box and you need to talk about just one thing. I need to try to stay in that box with you and not do my spaghetti thing. And I think if we practice that in the workplace too, we'll get a lot more out of our conversations because they'll be like, she got it. She got whatever the problem was. And we just, we talked about it. We fixed it. We didn't find 10 more problems. So, what's
0: the difference between spaghetti and squirrel? I mean, because to me, I, we can have a conversation where we're staying in a box, staying in a box, and all of a sudden I squirrel. And then I come back and I stay in a box, stay in a box, squirrel.
1: I mean, Usually, we... the squirrel is just some distraction. It's not related. Women are. It's no, all I have, about it, I have it being thoughts that are out here going, Okay, so in a sentence, I might have said the word um, food to, and then you <laughs> went and took it somewhere completely else because it reminded you of something.
0: All right, honey. Great conversation about men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti. I hope you guys listening today really learned something about. Relationships And just embracing the fact evolution is a farce and men and women have not evolved into these roles. Because if, if if evolution were a fact, men would have evolved to be just like women so we wouldn't have so much conflict. Oh my goodness, isn't that the... Do you agree with that point? Yes. Okay, all right, good. Good deal. All right, listen, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Thanks so much to Jose Cruz for doing a great job on the show today. And, of course, always add, in, in adding enlightening conversation thanks for our show sponsors go out to iworkforhim.com and learn all about all of them so when you get home today what will you tell your spouse you learned on iwork for him today will you be able to talk about how this can help us take the city for jesus christ what did you learn We learned today that how we relate to people can either alienate people or embrace people. And by understanding that men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti and they think differently. Actually, we're not like waffles or like spaghetti. We think in waffly compartments and women think in complicated matters of interconnected lines of thought. We need to understand that because in our workplace, we're never gonna reach anybody for Christ if we're arguing with people all the time. And if we don't understand that people think differently, then we're gonna be arguing with people all the time. They're gonna be frustrating us. We don't wanna frustrate people. We wanna love people because that's what Jesus did. If you will note, when Jesus was having conversations with people, he understood this concept. With men, he had short, succinct conversations with women. He allowed them to tell their story. Very, very important. So if we're gonna take the city for Jesus Christ, let's embrace that we're different. Men are like waffles; women are like spaghetti. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, and we own our business, but ultimately, I work for Him.
1: I work for him.